Chapter Sixteen of Prince Henry the Navigator, the Hero of Portugal and Modern Discovery. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Dion Gines, Salt Lake City, Utah. Prince Henry the Navigator by Charles Raymond Beasley. Chapter Sixteen the troubles of the regency and the fall of don pedro fourteen forty to nine don pedro had been nominated sole regent of portugal on november one fourteen thirty nine and by the end of the next year all the unsettlement consequent on the change at court seemed to be at an end but a deep hatred continued between the various parties first of all the count of barcelos natural son of john i created duke of braganza by alfonso v had taken up a definite policy of supplanting the regent the queen-mother had not forgotten or forgiven don pedro's action at edward's death and the young king himself though engaged to the regent's daughter was already distrustful was fitting himself to lead the Barcelos party against the prince. On February 18, 1445, died the queen Leonor, with suspicions of poison, diligently fostered by the malcontents. Next year, 1446, Afonso, now fourteen, came of age, and his uncle proposed at once to resign all actual power and retire to his estates as duke of coimbra but the king was either not yet prepared to part with him or still felt some gratitude to his guardian the wisest head in spain he begged him to keep the chief direction of affairs thanked him for the past and promised to help him in the future more than this he protested that he wished to be married to his cousin pedro's daughter isabel they had been formally betrothed four years now afonso called on his nobles and the deputies of cortez to witness the marriage in may fourteen forty seven this royal wedding was celebrated but coldly and poorly as nephew and uncle had now drifted quite apart the more the younger disliked and suspected the elder the more vehement became his protestations of regard but he bitterly resented the duke's action in holding him to his promise and he made up his mind before the marriage that he would henceforth govern as well as reign the regent just prevented his dismissal by laying down his offices the king seemed almost to relent in parting from his guardian who had kept the kingdom in such perfect peace and now resigned so well discharged a duty but even his wife could not prevent the coming storm she struggled hard to reconcile her father and her husband but the mischief-makers were too hard for her persuaded that the duke was a traitor the king allowed himself to be used to goad him into revolt your father wishes to be punished he said fiercely to the queen and he shall be punished if henry who in the last six years had only once left sagres to-night don pedro's eldest son at coimbra in fourteen forty five had now been able in presence as well as writing 
to stand by his brother in this crisis the regent might have been saved as it was pedro had hardly settled down in his exile at coimbra when he found himself charged with the secret murders of king edward queen leonor and prince john the more monstrous the slander the more absurd and self-contradictory it might be the more eagerly it was made persecution as petty and grinding as that which hunted wolseley to death at last drove pedro to take arms his son knighted by henry himself for the high place of constable of the realm had been forced into flight the arms of coimbra arsenal seized for the king's use his letters to his nephew opened and answered it was said by his enemies who wrote back in the sovereign's name as he would write to an open rebel all this the prince bore but when he heard that his bastard brother of braganza who had betrayed and maligned and ruined him was on the march to plunder his estates like an outlaw's he collected a few troops and barred his way at this afonso was persuaded to declare war only one great noble stood by the fallen regent but this was his friend almada the spanish hercules his sworn brother-in-arms and in travels one of the heroes of christendom who had been made a count in france and a knight of the garter in england it was he who now escaped from honourable imprisonment at sintra joined pedro in coimbra and proposed to him that they should go together to court and demand justice and a fair trial but sword in hand and with their men at their back was it not better to die as soldiers than as traitors without a hearing so on may fifth fourteen forty nine the duke left coimbra with his little army of vassals one thousand horse and five thousand foot and passed by batalha where he stopped to revisit the great church and the tombs of his father and his brothers thence he marched straight on lisbon which the king covered from santarum with thirty thousand men at the rivulet of alfaro biera the armies met a lance-thrust or a cross-bow shot killed the infant a common soldier cut off his head and carried it to alfonso in the hope of knighthood almada who fought till he could not stand from loss of blood died with his friend hurling his sword from him he threw himself on the ground with a scornful take your fill of me varlets and was cut to pieces though at first leave could hardly be got to bury don pedro's body as time went on his name was cleared his daughter bore a son to the king and the proofs of his loyalty the indignant warnings of foreign courts the entreaties of the queen at last brought alfonso to something like repentance and amendment he buried the regent at batalha and pardoned his friends those who were left from the butchery of alfaro biera chapter sixteen